Hello everyone and welcome to the Prayer in the Making Lent Book Club. We are in Chapter 7, Part 2. Uh, this is episode 16 and we're in we're still in strategy this morning um, we're in a part of the chapter called prayerful persevering and um, isn't that just everybody's favorite thing about prayer the way you just have to keep on doing it um, I want to give you a f- hopefully some helpful thoughts on that in the next few minutes um, I suppose we've all been there haven't we we've sort of decided we've strategized we've planned we've focused on something in our lives and we've determined this is what we're going to do this is what God's calling us to and we have also determined that we're going to make sure prayer runs through uh, all of the thing that we're doing and keeps flowing alongside and through what we're what we're strategizing and we do really well for the first few days or weeks or months even uh, and then gradually we find prayers dropped away if you talk to anyone who is uh, pursuing something they will often say I know that what's happened is I've stopped praying about this I know that or I've I've kind of backburnered it slightly or what you know I, I know that I'm not really giving this the prayer attention that I want to give it and so I want to just share one concept with you this morning which I hope will help you as you Pray long term for stuff. Now, whether that's a a strategy, something that you're a plan or a task or a project, or whether it's actually a it's simply someone in your family or your a friend who needs something or you something in your life that you need and it's just taking a long time, I hope these thoughts will help. Um I got up this morning and my personal digital assistant, whose name I will not mention because she'll intervene in my podcast if I do, uh turned my bedroom lamp on for me Uh, I pressed a button and my kettle started producing uh, hot water within seconds I pressed a button on a remote control and the radio burst to life because I do need my daily fix of the today program obviously Um, I I turned on the shower and there was hot water within well let's not say seconds in this house but let's say minutes at least Um, you know we are surrounded by a bunch of stuff that happens instantaneously. And I I know all good sermons start with this. You know, we live in a digital age and we live in this age where everything happens so we're, we know we're spoiled. But when it comes to prayer, this is quite an issue, actually, because we get to the way of thinking that if things don't happen when we pray, it's because we've done it wrong. So if I press the button on my kettle and it doesn't produce boiling water within seconds I assume there is something wrong with my kettle um if the shower doesn't produce hot water even within minutes I assume there is something wrong with the shower do you see what I mean we are surrounded by things that do things for us and when they don't do them for us there's something wrong with them copy that over to prayer this is a thing we do this is a mechanism we employ this is a discipline we exercise however you like to think of it if it doesn't do the thing that we uh, are seeking for it to do, then it means either it's gone wrong or we've gone wrong. Uh, User error is always an option. I might press the button on my kettle and it doesn't produce hot water within seconds because I didn't turn it on at the plug. Do you see what I mean? So we get into this place of thinking it's either prayer's not working or it's me that's not working. Um, I want to invite you today to think about prayer far more as 
building blocks or bricks than a mechanism that does or doesn't work. Um, Back in the day, I alluded to this a long time ago in like episode two or something. Uh, uh, Back in the day, the the kind of the version that would be more familiar in Bible times was was this idea of kind of pagan magic stuff, you know, so so if you didn't pray right, you didn't make your right sacrifices to the right gods, you didn't do the right spell in the right order, things didn't happen. And Jesus was very, very clear that that was not how prayer is, that prayer is a relationship, it's a conversation, it's something that happens over time, it's something that you uh, that you grow in, it has a much more organic feel to it. So he was quite clear in his day that the instant fixes weren't the thing, And now I'm not sure that magic is so much our issue, but technology is our issue. It gives us this feel that things should just work. And if they don't work, then there must be something wrong. Uh, So building blocks or bricks, for instance, if I were building a house and I laid four bricks in a row, uh, I would not stand up and go, well, the house doesn't exist. What's gone wrong? I would simply know that I have to keep going. And that's really all I want to say to you this morning. There are things in prayer where we simply have to keep going. It isn't because we're doing it wrong. It isn't because we haven't persuaded God yet to to, to uh, relent and do the thing we want. It is simply because prayer is work. That was a, a famous uh, that was a, fra- a famous mindset for monastic orders in previous centuries, particularly was that you you worked at prayer just like everything else in a technologically not so advanced life you didn't expect the water to boil within seconds you didn't expect uh your your washing to be done on a half hour cycle everything took a long time and everything everything just carried on you kept on having to do stuff it was quite hard work it was hard work to do your washing it was hard work to boil your water it was hard work to cook your dinner Uh, and actually prayer went in with that so the monastic orders particularly would they would pray alongside all of these things and it didn't for a moment occur to any of them I don't think that it wasn't working or that they weren't doing the right thing or that somehow God needed persuading it was just you know what prayer is work and we keep going at it so today as you pray Can I encourage you when you are tempted to think, why has this not happened yet? Or I must be doing this wrong or God must be not listening to me or God must not care or I must be rubbish at prayer or any of the other unhelpful things we say to ourselves. Can I just encourage you to picture that wall that you're building, that 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 work that you're doing, it's one brick next to another brick, next to another brick, on top of another brick, next to another brick, beside another brick, over another brick. It's it's simply that work of adding prayer to prayer to prayer to prayer to prayer to build something. And one of the things I've always said, people often ask me, what, you know, how do you live with praying for a long time and it not being answered? That's a that's a huge issue. And it's a huge question. It has been a huge issue in my life. One of the things I will tell you is that if you build in prayer, you pray for something uh, and you keep on going, you definitely build something. If the outcome isn't exactly what you'd hoped for, you have still built something. You have still, your prayers have still accomplished something. They've done something. They've 
They've constructed something, as it were. Uh, there is something to show for them at the end. And I don't know anyone who's really prayed for years for something who hasn't felt that there was something that came from it. Even if uh, the thing that they've prayed for didn't happen exactly as they prayed for it, stuff has come from it. And that, for me, is the fruit of prayer. If it's a, if it's a press a button and hope for the best job, uh, then then it is fruitless and futile, actually, a lot of the time. If you know you're building, it's a much better place to start from. So uh, without uh, bursting into some Pink Floyd this early in the morning, let me just say to you, go ahead and put another brick in the wall and I'll see you very soon. <laughs>